Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Wow. It shouldn't take this long. It shouldn't take this long. It shouldn't take this long. Welcome to the Weekend Update with Dave DeFore and Keith Parrish. Every Monday on The Athletic NBA Show. It did the same thing to me that it's intended to do to the world. Ding, ding! I have access to information wow. that the public doesn't. And welcome to the Daily Ding Weekend Update on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Keith Parrish. Coming up, Jose Alvarado was smoking hot on Sunday. The Kings keep the lights on. And Anthony Davis did something we haven't seen since Kobe Bryant. Before we start, don't forget you can get this podcast with no ads by subscribing at theathletic.com slash NBA show. Jose Alvarado scored 38 freaking points, Keith. Career high. The man never scored more than 30 points in college to lead the New Orleans Pelicans to a 121-106 victory over the Denver Nuggets on Sunday. And he's the lead story for a reason, Keith. This is a guy known for defense. Grand Theft Alvarado. We know about the play where he goes and hides in the bench, gets the steals. It was a, a great story last year. This whole team was a great story last year. Well, now they're a good team. And Jose Alvarado is absolutely crushing. 38 points in this game. Hit a ton of threes, man. Yeah, um, Dave, he, made, he made eight threes. I got to say, so you said it like he's a fun story for those steals. And, you know, I've said it before and I feel bad about it in my life. I called him a novelty act once. I didn't even mean it insultingly. I'm just like, he does this cool, fun thing. That's his trick. That's his way. He's going to be a backup point guard. But then on Sunday, you see him in a in a big game between two Western Conference powerhouses. He comes out and just dominates the basketball game on the offensive end. Making and those eight three-pointers to 38 points. Does it off the bench, Keith? 38 points off the bench. I mean, what a luxury for this team. Well, the team. Pelicans bench is so good, and one of the things that makes them good and that Willie Green has really, I feel like, gotten a handle on is they've got a good starting lineup, and they have good players. And, like, in this game, so um, Brandon Ingram's not playing, which they, 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 you know, it's plug and play. Herb Jones is not available. They have this bounty of just um, different options to go to but they can pivot from, hey, you know what? Uh, our starters aren't the most effective thing. Like Jonas Valanciunas is not going to be our most effective route in this game. Uh, Nikola Jokic got Jonas Valanciunas in foul trouble. That's an error by Nikola Jokic. You did not want to send Valanciunas to the bench because Jokic could do whatever he wanted against them. When Larry Nance comes in, and then all of a sudden Alvarado comes in, you got this second unit for the Pelicans, and they take off. And, of course, when Jokic goes to the bench, that's when the Pelicans win the game. It's those times where this Pelican second unit, led by Jose, just dominates. That's right. Jokic in this game, 32 points, 16 rebounds, 9 assists, 2 steals, and a block. That's a great game. In 37 minutes, he was plus 2, Keith. Jonas Valanciunas was minus 21 in his 14 minutes. I mean, that literally is the story of the ball game. We can talk about Jose Alvarado, who he crushed, but the truth is that the Jokic-Valanciunas matchup 
was all that mattered for real. Larry Nance had, was a plus 17 off the bench. And I love the wrinkles that they've got here. When they run Nance and Zion Williamson and Alvarado, that team is kind of fast. And Larry Nance looks a little bit like a Draymond Light. I'm not going to say he's the defender, although he did have a great block in this game, uh, a help side block. But I, I will say the way that he moves the ball on offense, they had this nice little pitch play, him and Alvarado. It looked like Steph Curry and Draymond Green, except Alvarado missed a, a wide open three. You know, eight that was one of his three misses on the 11 attempts. But love what Larry Nance is doing for them off the bench. And, like, I think they've understood that maybe their, their best, most versatile way to attack teams is with Larry Nance in there. But it's just, again, it's the bevy of options. They have. Like, we haven't even basically mentioned Zion Williamson. I mean, he was, was incredible. He had 25 points. He had this huge game on Friday night. He had 30 points and eight assists. Like, they can run stuff through Zion. They have Trey Murphy, who is just dunking people into oblivion now. Uh, not just a 3 and D guy. Their haul from last year's draft of getting Trey Murphy 3 and Herb Jones and Alvarado, like, that is unreal to, to add to, again, this team that has... CJ McCollum like it has Brandon Ingram it has Zion Williamson like they're so deep they're so fun and then when you see like Alvarado going off you're just like who doesn't like this team I mean this team is one of the more entertaining teams to watch and just the way they can keep hitting you with different guys it's incredible yeah the the D and three and D for Trey Murphy was definitely dunked today those two dunks were <laughs> they were just monster dunks man that guy he just six seven they just have grown a couple of six seven guys who who can do random stuff and it's pretty cool to watch and like you mentioned they didn't even have brandon ingram out there today and not even a bump in the road well also it's like cj mccullum we haven't said his name because i think cj mccullum i'd love to hear from him after these last two games where like he just understands i don't have to assert myself because we have so many things going on like he's a very good shot creator a shot maker he's a good postseason shot creator they're going to need him in the postseason and they're making the postseason like they're going to need him you know, in, in these half-court battles, but the last two games, he's like, I don't have to do anything. Uh, <laughs> my buddies are going to, I'm here if you need me. Here if you need me. But like when Alvarado's going off, uh, let the man cook. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Keith, this is a big topic on Buds this week, but... We've got to talk about the Kings. They pick up a couple of big wins over the weekend. Now, look, the Clippers, they don't have Paul George. They don't have Kawhi. They're just not a good, as good of a team as we expected them to be right now. But anytime an opposing team 
gets a chant for them, for them to win the game in your arena. That is demoralizing. That might be the end of the Clippers season. I don't want to overstate it, Dave, but I agree with you. Clippers, you're done this year. You had a, a Kings chant broke out in the crypto. I'm not a Kings historian. Has this ever happened before? Have the Kings in a road game ever gotten a chant from their fans? Like, they're, they're trying to light the beam in Los Angeles. They wanted to light the beam in Los Angeles. That was a day game, too. No one will tell me. Is the beam visible in daytime? That's a question for Jake King. I, I think, and he's got his Kings minute on, on Buds today. But the Kings, they had the Bulls at home on Sunday afternoon, and the Kings beat the Bulls. You know, they're not a good team, but they're fine. And DeMar DeRozan had 18 points, 41 points from Zach Levine. But once again, the Kings did it team style. Malik Bunk led them in scoring 20 points off the bench. Demonis Sabonis had 11, 10 assists, and 17 rebounds. And, and Keith, basically, that was the game. Yeah, I mean, this Kings, this Kings team, much like the Pelicans, they just have a bunch of guys that can all perform. And you don't know who it's going to be on any given night. Like, you could work up a Kevin Herter is the most improved player as he's moved from uh, an Atlanta offense where he wasn't given this much freedom to move around and there wasn't that much movement. And, and now he's on the Kings and he's just, like, lighting it up. But, like, Herter was off on Sunday. Didn't have a good game. It doesn't matter. Malik Monk steps up. You always have uh, Jaron Fox going hard. Davion Mitchell had a great defensive game. And then there's Sabonis. Sabonis racks up a, a triple-double. The way he's moving the ball, the way this team... Uh, just attacks everyone offensively. Like, they are such a good offensive team. And then, like, even Sabonis is starting to make his three-pointers. Like, if, if if he adds that outside element, I mean, how are you going to stop this Kings team? Yeah, the Kings had 30 assists with 40 made baskets. I mean, it, this is just kind of what they've become under Mike Brown since he's gotten there. The vibes are good. Seems like he's brought over a little bit of that Golden State Warriors offense. Has him competing on defense. And then you get guys, you get Keegan Murray, who just as a rookie is able to step into the starting lineup and he's ready to play and score. Made a smart cut tonight, caught a caught one of those assists from Sabonis for a, a really smooth reverse layup. And he's a guy that, I mean, he could, if you told me in three or four years, he's the best player on this team. And I wouldn't be shocked. And that's crazy because they have De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, and it's such a it's such a luxury. Again, I keep comparing these two teams to the Pelicans. I mean, the Pelicans and Kings are are they're league pass darlings. They're super fun. They have all these talented, they have talented vets and young guys. And you can have a thing where Keegan Murray goes into a lull. Like he he had several games before this where his like his shots weren't going in, but like it, it's fine. They have enough leeway, enough talent where that's not going to sink them. And then he he comes back in this game, makes a bunch of big plays. Like there's nothing better, in my opinion, as a fan to be good and also have like a, a lottery guy doing stuff. Where it's like, hey, we're 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 pretty good. Also, we have Keegan Murray, uh, who we get to start and play. And the Pelicans are enjoying some of this. Like, hey, we're actually good. Let's start Dyson Daniels. Let's just give Dyson Daniels some burn. He's fun. He plays defense. He, he passes the ball well. So, like, man, I am ecstatic for both of these franchises. And as a Grizzlies fan, I'm nervous about them because uh, both those teams are very, very good. I was gonna say, yeah, as a Grizzlies fan, you're used to being in the position of being pretty good with. You hey, we're, we got the same thing. The, 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 exactly. the Grizzlies have a 2-0 weekend. Uh, you league pass junkies, go watch Jaws third quarter against the Pistons on Sunday. It is absurd. But yeah, like to have, to be good, to be competing at the top of your conference and then also still be like, hey, everybody's under 25. It's pretty fun. I recommend it. We got to talk about the Lakers, Keith. 2-0 weekend. They had a big win against Milwaukee. 
the other night. Anthony Davis had 44 points in that game. Now, they played the Wizards on Sunday. The Wizards have sort of become a league pass darling. They play fast. They play fun. Kyle Kuzma, you know, everyone loves Kyle Kuzma. Well, the Lakers... They beat I don't think Anthony Davis loves Kyle Kuzma. I don't think I, he does I saw either. a play when Anthony Davis dunked. I don't think he loves Kyle Kuzma. Anthony Davis just continues to be ridiculous. He's the first Laker to have back-to-back 40-point games since Kobe Bryant did it in 2013. He had 55 points. He was 22 of 30, 2 of 3 from downtown, which he stopped shooting threes, which hit a couple today. 17 rebounds and three blocks. Is anybody playing at the level that Anthony Davis is right now? It's a wild thing to say because like five days ago, I was like, Devin Booker's the best player in the world. Because Devin Booker basically scored, I don't know what the exact number, 95 points. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying over yeah. over a two-game span. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, Booker had 51 in three quarters, uh, 20 for 25 from the field, following up like a 40-point game. But then this weekend... The Lakers, who you could poke holes in in their turnaround a, a few days ago, you you could say, yeah, they're really good at defense, but look at their schedule. Look at their they're playing all these home games. They got to play the Spurs. We were making fun of them last week. Uh, like they're, they played the Spurs three times in eight days. Um, that's not going to last. This December is going to it's going to make or break them, and we think it's going to break them because they have twelve road games in December. Well, they go to Milwaukee, who is fifteen and five. And Anthony Davis has 44, and the Lakers get a huge win. And then to follow that up with 55 points from Anthony Davis, 99 points to start off this road trip 2-0. and I mean, it's an accurate assessment to say Anthony Davis is the best player in the Lakers right now. And I don't remember the last time he's played this well. And I guess in the bubble, it would be the obvious answer. But, like, he is dominating. It's like, all right, you got AD, you got LeBron. Is, somebody, is there going to be something else? Well, defensively, he he definitely looks like he like he did in the bubble, and offensively, it, the jumper's just not it's not the same. Um, but yeah, I think defensively, he is just back to himself. It's great to see this guy healthy, and he's moving so well, which has to me has been the big problem the last couple of years. Not that he was heavy necessarily, but he just looked like it hurt to move, and so um, you know, obviously not in any pain right now, and has just been absurd. Uh, LeBron James had twenty nine points in this game. Now look. If I was going to poke holes in what the Lakers are doing, it's it's the eventual math problem they're going to run into. They, 26 three-pointers in the modern NBA. That's their attempts on Friday and on Sunday, and they were 11 of 26 and then 10 of 26. This is not a very good shooting basketball team. They, at least, they need to find a way to get that volume up, I think, because, you know, look, the Wizards have been fun to watch, but th- this is not like a good basketball team. So I don't know that we can take away a lot from the Lakers outside of saying Anthony Davis – looks amazing and now they got to figure out the rest of this as they go forward they're 10 and 12 as we record this Sunday night they're not out of it man and and I think that anyone that was writing them out of it in you know they just didn't look at the west and how crowded everything is I mean you know it wouldn't take much if the Lakers could get a couple of pieces you could see them actually they're going to be in the mix of the playoffs and they're I think they're going to make the play in at this point Anthony Davis stays like this and they're in it's it's going to be health so a lot of a lot of stuff you said that I want to respond to. One, like the math problem about the three pointers. I do know, uh, as a Memphis Grizzly fan, you can somewhat overcome that lack of three pointers with interior play, with points in the paint, with second chance points, with defense, and that's everything that Anthony Davis has been doing. The Lakers have been doing very, very good at defense. And then you look at this team rounding into form. I mean, they're a they're a Andrew Nimhard buzzer beater from having six straight wins, and they have won. I think they've won something like it's like eight of ten. Um, 
they did that to move from 14th to 12th. So, like, they're still behind everyone. It's still hard. Um, that's why these national talk shows, we keep pumping back the, are you going to make a trade? Because with AD playing like this and with LeBron James and one of his, you know, maybe this is the very, you keep saying it's the end of his peak, but who knows. Like, with them playing how they are, like, are you content with fighting for the play-in? or is the, But I don't know if there is a trade out there that raises their ceiling anymore. But right now, I guess we can just enjoy it that Anthony Davis is, is on a heater uh, an Alvarado-esque heater for Anthony Davis playing absolutely astoundingly well. And the Lakers all of a sudden uh, are turning some heads. And we're going to wrap the show up uh, on a sour note because, you know, we just don't like when when people don't get along. Atlanta Hawks star Trey Young missed the Hawks home game on Friday. And uh, according to I Coach say Nate he McMillan, it, Dave. <laughs> according to Coach Nate McMillan, <laughs> it was due to a miscommunication. To which I ask, did he not get the team refrigerator mag- magnet calendar, Keith? I don't um, understand. Apparently, according to a report on the Athletic from our own Sham Sharania and Sam Amick, the two got into a, a bit of a heated discussion uh, at practice the other day, and uh, apparently there was. Um, there was an issue with how Trey was going to go about being ready for the game. He's been dealing with some shoulder soreness. Nate McMillan wanted him to, you know, go through shoot around and and get treatment and and then be ready to play. Trey wanted to see how he felt as the day progressed and and they just didn't, didn't agree. And and Keith, look, you players and coaches disagree all the time. Um, At a certain point though, there's a pattern of behavior where you've constantly disagree with your coaches. and, And this is not the first time. Uh, I think the organization probably needs to figure this out because um, they they actually put a lot of equity into getting Dejounte Murray, and 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 it was to make this particular partnership like this is the only way this works for Trey Young. You got to have a guy out there who can defend at that level. You need another guy who can create. Went out and got Dejounte Murray, and uh, now you're still not happy. So you need the organization to step up, right, Keith? Are are you doing the Dejounte Murray trade? Is the uh, maybe a baby will save our marriage? Is that the is that the <laughs> parallel mean, you're drawing? Listen, I'm just. I don't. Is this, un- Keith, is this unprecedented? You know? I do not remember a player missing a game because of a miscommunication, which is what Nate McMillan said. The I'm not coming to the game tonight. Well, I appreciate Nate not wanting to throw him under the bus. Oh, of course, of of course. He, yeah, he didn't want to do that, and we understand. There's all the. You got to massage all of these relationships, but like normally, all right, maybe in the past there's been a personal reasons, you know, someone's out for personal reasons and we never find out the story. And it was like, got in fight with coach were the personal reasons, but this one is, it's just, it's bizarre to have it come out that they got in a fight and, and, and Trey Young says, I'm not going to come to the game. Like, I'm not going to play the basketball game. That's it's wild. And I don't know how you deal with that. The Hawks and the Hawks aren't bad. The Hawks are having a fine season, and to, to have your star player, to have your building block, the face of the franchise, elect not to play is, it, I don't know, it's weird. I guess the another adjective I'll throw at it. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, uh, you know, the Hawks, they beat the Nuggets on Friday. DeJounte Murray had 34 points, 8 assists. So, you know, it, it's <laughs> this is a team that should be better than they have been, and we, we talked about them on Nerder last week, and some of the weird stuff... Um, which now seems a bit prescient since uh, Trey Young's decided he's just going to, you know, 
a no call, no show for an NBA game. I, I love that, man. I, respect. Hey, Tip I thought it was Thursday. Oh, is it? Was is today Friday? Oh, I missed the game. I miscommunicate. Like I can't. That's. I mean, literally, I can't. That's my life. I would have done that. <laughs> but I, I would assume in an NBA game, uh, someone else would be there to let me know. Like, hey, man, you gotta, uh, gotta be the arena. You got a job tonight. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's show, folks. Thank you guys for listening. Keep it around for Basketball Buds. Coming up next is a great show today. Keith, let's get out of here. Ding, ding. <laughs>